You're listening to the All The Things Podcast, and I'm your host, Sophia Merlo. Each week, you can expect tips and tricks from beauty to business experts or from myself as I navigate life as a young woman in her 20s. Every episode is chocked full of value, tangible advice, while still sprinkling in relatable stories and keeping things real with my guests and you listening. Be sure to subscribe and tune in every Thursday so you don't miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the All The Things podcast. If this is your very first episode, welcome to the club. Thank you for listening. My name is Sophia Merlo. You can think of me as your new online internet bestie that is always down to talk to you about health, wellness, entrepreneurship, and navigating life as a young adult because let me tell you, it is exciting, but it is not easy. If you haven't done so already, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss a new episode. They come out every Thursday. Also, I would absolutely love you if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for more content, tips, and laughs. Make sure you're caught up with us on all the socials. That is at all the things the pod on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, and YouTube. Our website is at all the things the blog.com. Or send us an email if you want to get in touch at allthethingstheblog at gmail.com. Now for today's episode, it is a solo pod. I haven't done one in a while and my main concern is always to supply all my listeners with value. So if it's just me talking, you know I have been thinking about this for a very long time. I've been wanting to do an episode on friendship, specifically finding friends as an adult for a while because it's an episode I have been searching for myself and I feel like I now have enough experience and tips to share with all of you. Let me start by saying transitioning into any new stage of life is hard enough, let alone the last two years throwing everyone a huge curveball. In terms of growing up, something that I feel like is not talked about enough is developing and growing your friendships as an adult. For most of your life, it is literally built into your schedule to see your friends every single day. There's minimal effort to stay in touch and build experiences together, and then all of a sudden, everything changes. People graduate, move away, and get busy in day-to-day life as a young working professional and just life in general. Some of my closest friends live in completely different cities, but it would be a stretch to say that it is easy to stay connected with everyone I live geographically close to as well. It really dawned on me when I was speaking with another podcaster and a group of lovely young women about friendships as an adult. It truly is a universal thing to feel like everyone else has their friend group situated and figured out and that you're the only one struggling to find a core group. Send a message to a new acquaintance or wonder if your friends from high school still even like you. Over the last few months, I've challenged myself to get out of my post-pandemic social anxiety slump. I realized that is not actually who I am. That is who I told myself I had become as a way to stay inside my comfort zone. After really working on this myself, I found some tools and mindset shifts that have helped me further develop my new friendships, feel a part of the community while living in a bigger city, and continue to nurture my lifetime friendships. If you can relate to any of what I just described or know someone who might be feeling that way, then this episode is definitely for you. 
First, let's look at some of the actual health benefits that come with having solid friendships. If you've been listening for a while, you know that there is no way I'm going to not tie in wellness and health into every episode. Some of the benefits associated with having healthy relationships include better immune function, decreased risk of disease, illness and injury, increased longevity, reduced stress, and speedier recovery when sick, just to name a few. That doesn't even touch on mental health benefits. And for some of the stats I'm about to say, there is a link to the article in the show notes if you want to find out more. A paper medically reviewed by Dr. Allison Young touches on a University of Massachusetts study that took place in 2015. By the way, do not come for me if I'm pronouncing that wrong and analyze how healthy, key word being healthy friendships promotes, quote, a sense of belonging which fulfills an important emotional health need and helps decrease feelings of depression and hopelessness. Ready? I'm going to throw some more stats at you. According to Harvard Health Publishing, a peer-reviewed paper published in May of 2020 in Neuroscience and Biobehavioral Reviews found that, quote, social isolation and loneliness may be linked with inflammation. Unhealthy levels of inflammation can be dangerous and may lead to heart disease, arthritis, stroke, or Alzheimer's disease. There are many more health benefits, including a potential to protect cognitive health, overall increases of happiness, and promoting healthy behaviors, which are all associated with having a solid friend group. One of my personal favorite health benefits of having a solid friend group is when you can call each other up and vent over the smallest thing and it turning into a funny story eventually. But to no one's surprise, that wasn't in any medically reviewed or peer-reviewed papers I looked at, but I think it's worth mentioning nonetheless. Now that you're convinced that having healthy friendships and discovering new friends as an adult is a never-ending journey that needs to be continued, here are some tips to help you strengthen your social circles post-pandemic. Number one, take the pressure off that everyone needs to be your new best friend. In the discussion I mentioned earlier, the group and I talked about how there are varying degrees of friendship and how that can actually be a really good thing. For example, you and your work bestie might be each other's go-to person for venting about your least favorite customer, but you might not have the space for them to actually hang outside of the restaurant you work at. So let's break this down. It is so awesome that you've both found someone that you enjoy talking and working with and have built up a level of trust. Now, don't put the pressure on yourself or this friend to make this one person your go-to for everything in life. If it turns out that you have actually met your new best friend, that is truly amazing. But I think as humans, we become disappointed when we can't have all of our friendship needs met through one single person. Number two, pick up a hobby. In today's world and economy, there is a lot of pressure to monetize every single thing you do. And this is coming from someone who's working on podcast sponsorships. While there is nothing inherently wrong with that, 
There is room in your life to do activities for the simple fact that it brings you joy. Now, what you're going to do is after you've picked your hobby is look for a club, Facebook group, or class within that hobby. For me, Pilates is my holy grail hobby, go-to activity where I introduce myself to new people and something that actually holds me accountable for getting out of the house beyond the things I need to do, like going to the office or get groceries. If your hobby is something that you can do at home, like painting, your homework is to go to a painting class. Bonus points if you invite someone to go with you. This brings me to my third tip, which is go to events in your city. I think everyone would be genuinely surprised at how many free events go on. Even if you live in a small community, there are things like farmer's markets, Christmas and craft fairs, charity walks, and outdoor festivals that you need to take advantage of. Another tip I'm going to slip in here is to look out for alumni events if you've graduated from university. My boyfriend and I actually went to one a few months ago and I went in with absolutely zero expectations. It turns out I actually made a great friend and if I hadn't committed to going, I would have easily talked myself out of this one. I actually was talking myself out of going while I was driving there, but needless to say, I'm so glad I did go and I didn't just talk myself out of going because I was tired after work. I know it's hard, but we gotta get out of our comfort zones here. One more thing I wanna add with this tip is it's totally okay and I actually encourage you to go alone. I've gone to a couple community workout events in Vancouver by myself And it ended up being a great way to get introduced to another friend group, literally just by going up and introducing myself and being like, hey, do you mind if I work out with you? Do you mind if I stand here? If someone has a problem with that, they'll tell you and then you just enjoy whatever you're doing by yourself. It's great to go with people, but I think if you have a really established friend, then oftentimes you just stick together, which there's nothing wrong with. But if your goal is to meet new people, sometimes you need to do these things on your own. Tip number four is don't wait for someone else to send an invitation. This one, I'm not even going to lie, I'm still working on myself, but it definitely makes the biggest impact i found. I can guarantee you that person you've recently met and talked about meeting up with for a hike or coffee is going to be so stoked when you actually follow through with that. Think of it like this. If you clicked and got good vibes from someone, why not at least try and make a new friendship out of that? The literal worst case scenario is that they say no or ignore you, which you then move on from because if you didn't reach out in the first place, there would be no conversation. Or you go and you realize you don't actually want to be friends with this person, which is completely fine too. It's like that Emma Chamberlain sound on TikTok where she says something along the lines of, no one texts me, but I also text no one. And this podcast is keeping me accountable because this is something I think I have improved on, but I know I can definitely get better at. This also is the same for friends you've been friends with forever. Something I've been trying to get better at and adding in my routine is just randomly calling friends. So know your audience. If one friend is always, always busy with work, Maybe sending them a call in the middle of the day or the morning isn't going to be the best way to reach them, 
but calling them around seven o'clock, eight o'clock, when they're done dinner, when they would normally just be watching TV or chilling. It's a great way, 15, 20 minutes, catch up. There's so many things that happen in the day-to-day life that if we lived together or saw each other at school, we would talk about, but when we don't see each other, we miss out on. And it's those little things that I think help keep us connected too. Or one thing I've been loving is when I put makeup on before going out, if it's on the weekend, giving my friends a call so it kind of feels like we're still getting ready together. Number five, and this is a big one, commit yourself to things. I'm going to challenge you to not be the person that cancels plans. I know we've all been there before and we're secretly excited about someone bailing on plans, but you have to promise me that if your goal is to develop and create new friendships as an adult, that you're not going to be that person who cancels. To hold yourself accountable, schedule things like a workout class that will literally charge you if you cancel within a time frame or if you don't show up or make a reservation somewhere so that you actually have to go. I know it can be hard to follow through with plans when you're feeling tired, you have a long to-do list, or your social anxiety starts to talk yourself out of the plans you've made. Ignore it. Again, we're all about getting out of our comfort zones here and actually go to what you committed yourself to going to. Number six, and I don't know if this will resonate with everyone, if everyone will feel comfortable, but this is something that's helped me a lot and helped my current relationships and friendships too. That is, ask meaningful questions. I don't know about you, but small talk can give me a headache. I'm not even kidding. I'm not saying start by asking the person if they've experienced trauma in their life the first time you're meeting them. But an exercise you can do with an acquaintance or a lifelong friend is to try to ask new questions. I've recently received the Liz Moody Healthier Together card deck, which I absolutely love. And I also love asking the questions with my friends and family. There are so many new stories and discussions that spark from asking things like, if you could relive a day, what day would you pick? And that isn't from the desk, that's just to give you an example but things that you might not know about the person you're interacting with. And I think when we've been friends with people for so long, we think we know everything, but you'll be surprised on the things that you can actually connect with and stories that come about from asking different kinds of questions. Overall, I want each of you listening to have these as takeaways. One, no one has it figured out and everyone worries about how they're perceived by others socially. Two, you can have friends for different areas of your life. Three, you need to get outside of your comfort zone. And four, it's not as scary as your brain makes it seem in terms of cultivating friendships. I consider all of you listening to be my friend and I'm so grateful that you're here. I hope this episode has helped you feel more confident and reassured about your own social situation. And if you have any other tips, please leave them in our most recent Instagram photo for the entire community. If you know someone else that would receive value from hearing this conversation, please send it over to them. As always, never be afraid to let me know who you want to see as a guest on the podcast or a topic that you want covered. I always want to create content that would be helpful to you listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or your week whenever you're listening to this and I'll talk to you soon.